Welcome to another episode of Lunch with the Shark. Join us as we dive deep into discussions about business, accounting, and finance to help you build a business that thrives. Now sit back and have a bite with your host, the Shark CFO, Vidal Espinosa. Well, hello, hello, good afternoon. Welcome, welcome to a new edition of Lunch with the Shark. I am your host, Vidal, the Shark CFO Espinosa, and today we have an amazing guest. Say hi, Ana Georgia. Ana Georgia, say hello. Hello. How are you? How are you? Say how are you, Ana Georgia? No, you're not gonna say hi. No. No, you're not gonna say hi. You're not gonna say hi, Dad. Hi, Mom. Hi, Abuela. Say hi, Abuelita. You're not gonna say that. Say hello. Hello. No. Okay, apparently she doesn't want to say hi to anyone. She is actually uh, watching a video right now on how to create or how to build a house out of cardboard uh, with a Hello Kitty theme. Isn't that right, Anna Georgia? Hey? Yes, I think so. And she is really into it. And I don't think we are going to be able to get her from watching that, are we? Anna Georgia, did we lose her? Did we lose you, Anna Georgia? Huh? I think we lost her. Say hi. Say hi. Hi. How are you, everybody? Say hi to everyone. No? Look, in Captain Crunch's back, uh, he is actually upset because Anna Georgia, uh, what happened, Anna Georgia, with Captain Crunch? Nothing? What's Captain French doing? Mimi? Huh? I actually, uh, we're actually babysitting Anna Georgia this morning, aren't we? Say hi. Mm. No? So how was your weekend? How was everybody's weekend? Did everybody enjoy uh, your weekend? Did, it, did you guys relax? Is it relaxing? Was it relaxing? Because ours was really relaxing, wasn't it, Anna Georgia? Huh? Halloween? How was Halloween for you? Uh -huh. No, I think we completely lost her. She was very chit-chatty earlier, a couple of minutes ago before we went on air because, um, I don't know, but uh, we lost her. She is on the cell phone. So how was you guys' weekend? How was everything today? How was uh, actually over the weekend? We actually had an amazing weekend, a very, very relaxing weekend. And uh, today I'm wearing a very interesting shirt that I actually got last year. Uh, okay, okay, that whatever she said. And do you like my shirt? Okay, I I don't know what language she's she's. Uh, we just. Okay, also that one. That. Okay. So, Halloween. She loves Halloween. Okay. He loves, she loves Halloween. Uh, she had an amazing Halloween. We actually handed out some, some candy. Halloween, right? We actually handed out some, some candy uh, with very uh, good practices uh we had a face mask and uh she wasn't here for a lot of for a lot of time but 
as I was telling, today I'm wearing a very uh, a peculiar shirt. Uh, we actually got it in Mexico last year, and it's for commemorate uh, Day of the Day, death. Uh, today in Mexico and in other uh, cultures, uh, we are celebrating and they are celebrating Day of the Death. And uh, today, uh, that's why I have my Calaveras uh, shirt uh, for Frida Kahlo and other, other people uh, commemorating Day of the Death. Okay, so to everyone, happy Day of the Death. Uh, it's something to celebrate, not to be sad or upset. Um, the tradition says that you leave out food and things that your dead relatives used to enjoy uh, when they were here with us, among us, and uh, they actually come uh, from beyond and uh, they actually uh, spend the day with us. Uh, generally, you go and visit uh, the cemeteries or whatever your death relatives are and um, their remainings, and uh, you spend the day with them. So believe it or not, I I celebrate the day, the day I I, um, I remember them. I remember my relatives and everybody that has passed away uh, on this day. Nevertheless, um, you are supposed to remember them every day. Uh, we here, at least I, uh, I remember them on a daily basis. You don't forget them. Um, if, if you forget them, look what happens on this movie from Disney, Coco. Uh, as you forget them, they start disappearing. You're supposed to, well, not you're not supposed to. It's up to you uh, to remember them. And and uh, and they actually have left us in in body, not in essence, not in spirit, not in your mind. Uh, actually, uh, remind remember my grandma every day, my dad every day. Yes, say hi, grandma. Hi. Abuelita. Abuelita has coco? Yes, grandma has coco. She had a surgery. So uh, remember them every day. Uh, remember and celebrate death. Remember and um, and uh, frozen. Let's let's talk about frozen. So um, so just remember them, like the like the songs says on the movie from Coco, right? So today. And this week, we're actually, <laughs> Ana Georgia, Shh. I'm going to be talking about a very interesting topic. Shh, Ana Georgia. So this week, we are going to talk about protecting your assets, protecting your state, protecting whatever you own. Okay. So when you open or create a business or you go on in, into a business on your own, you actually open up your liability or your exposure. Okay. We are not going to tackle or, or talk about this topic in a legal aspect or in a legal way. We are not an attorney. Uh, we are not an attorney fee uh, uh, firm. But we do have an attorney uh, uh, in our in our firm that would be able to support you on protecting your assets. Okay, it's very important that you protect your assets. Remember, last week we spoke about entity creation, right? Entity 
um, uh, selection. And I was talking about, um, I gave you an example about a lady that opened a... <laughs> She's, she's saying yes. Uh, I, I told you an example of a lady that opened <laughs> Halloween. Happy, happy Halloween, right? That she opened a marketing uh, marketing firm. <laughs> yes, that she opened a marketing agency. And, <laughs> and she opened an LLC. Okay. And her LLC was a sole proprietor, a single no. member. She decides to speak, right? So Halloween. She loves Halloween. So um Halloween. Yes. And this lady opened her LLC. So she opened her LLC. And she actually had an accident. <laughs> she had an accident on her vehicle. And yes. Ana Georgia, Ana Georgia, yeah. O te mando con la abuelita. No. So she actually had an accident. No, hey, no, hey. Ana Georgia, Ana Georgia. Watch, watch your video. Watch your video. Okay. So she actually had an accident and Anna Georgia, look, pay attention. So even though she had her LLC, she thought that she was protected. Nevertheless, when she, uh, she had to, she actually uh, received a lawsuit from uh, the person into whom she had the accident, the vehicle accident, right? Well, since she, had not utilized her LLC properly since she did not had the actual documents from her LLC in order. And she actually had commingled the funds between her personal accounts and business accounts. She actually was liable through her marketing agency also for whatever she owed in that accident. Okay, so as you grow as a business, you have to start protecting yourself more and more. There are multiple ways to do this, but today we're going to cover eight ways you must do to protect your assets. Some of this do not apply in your state, in your state, so it's better to consult with an attorney before you do some of this. Okay, not all of them, but some of them. If you implement one or two, we'll be okay. But consult with an attorney in your state, okay? So number one, choose the right business entity. Remember, last week we spoke about the business entities. There will certainly be multiple tax planning considerations, but operating as a sole proprietor definitely isn't your best choice for asset protection, okay? Sole proprietorship does not provide you any asset protection whatsoever. Setting up an entity, okay, such a corporation or an LLC 
is an important step in the development of your business and protecting your assets. So remember, from the get-go, don't wait until you start uh, uh, um, collecting or getting revenues of $250,000. Forget about that. Scrap that knowledge, okay? As soon as you decide to start a business, incorporate. Create an entity. LLC or corporation should be on your top priorities, okay? Consult with an advisor for tax purposes. Consult with an attorney and the advisor so they can actually together in conjunction create you the best option, okay? Legal Zoom will not do that. Number two, maintain your corporate veil. Fuck. This is very, 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 very crucial, okay? We're not providing you legal advice, but... Jimmy, Jimmy, look! Okay, if you set up an entity, don't think that just having an entity, articles of incorporation or articles of organization in your drawer will save you when a lawsuit comes. You need to maintain a separate bank account and checkbook for your business. Don't run any personal transactions through those accounts, okay? Separate them. Please, 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 please. I cannot, I cannot uh, uh, extend this as far as I want, can. So please separate your business from your personal expenses. Use the company name on all documents. Title the property in the name of the company if necessary. And most important, maintain corporate records and logs and logs like minutes, annual minutes, shareholder minutes, uh, uh, member meetings, uh, board organization meetings, uh, your board meetings, like document everything. And I'm gonna give you a nugget today, okay? A nugget, a very, 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 very good nugget. Whenever you are signing documents pertaining your organization, pertaining your company, pertaining LLC, I'm going to tell you how you're gonna sign, okay? So, going to sign, okay, name of the company. For instance, Invictus Advisors LLC, a California limited liability company. In your case, it's going to be XYC Inc. or LLC. A space, whatever state you are registered in, corporation or limited liability company. By the signature, Vidal Espinosa, okay? Name, full name of the member, managing member, shareholder, or board of director, okay? CFO, and I'm giving you an example of what I am, okay? And I'm going to sign managing member or manager, member, board of directors, or shareholder, okay? That's the way you're supposed to sign. Why? Because that actually tells the world and in case of any legal action, remember, I'm not an attorney, it says that you are signing as an officer of the company, not in the personal level, okay? Number three, use proper contracts and procedures. 
One of the easiest ways for creditors to pierce the corporate bail and attack your personal assets is if you act neglectingly or fraudulently. This can be avoided by having good lease agreements for your rentals, placing property and equipment titles in the company name, having some contractor agreements and contracts on every project, not relying on email for terms in any important relationship, and never hiring people to work under the table. People, this, this I've seen like multiple cases, multiple lawsuits for contractors, for handyman people, for architects, for business consultants, where they have. Sorry. So um, I've seen people get sued and actually having to pay from their own assets because. Oh, he's my friend. Oh, nothing's going to happen. Oh, yeah, they will never sue me. And they don't clearly state, they don't clearly prepare an agreement. What they do is they go and Google it, they download it, and guess what? They download an agreement from another state, from another country, because it's in Spanish. And they download an agreement from Mexico, and they sign it in California. It does not apply, period. So don't do that don't download hire an attorney templates do not work purchase appropriate business insurance insurance it's an important part of your business and should be included in your startup budget insurance gives you the ability to take care of an, an incident in your business and gives plaintiffs another target right owning a rental property versus a professional practice or retail store requires very different type of insurances, very different type of insurance. We will talk about more about insurances tomorrow. I can tell you one thing. I actually, by advising a client to get a errors and emission insurance, yes, and they pay for it, it was like $500 for the year. You know what? Somebody filed a lawsuit against them it was a frivolous lawsuit, okay? Nevertheless, the insurance took care of it. They were going after our client for half a million dollars and the insurance took care of it. The attorney, the, the, the claim, and the agreement that they came upon, the insurance took care of it. For $500, they saved half a million dollars. That's a great investment obtain umbrella insurance this type of insurance can be a personal or business and it functions as an umbrella it actually the word umbrella it covers over any type of insurance you may carry an average is between 300 to 500 dollars a year between 1 million to 2 million dollars in coverages this that said don't assume you can throw caution to the wind because it is protected no you need to be cautious. You need to consult your insurance every time you're going to do an agreement or things like that. Okay. We, I am not an insurance broker, but pretty soon we're going to have an insurance broker in our uh, show to talk about uh, business insurances and umbrella insurances. We all need them. And the contrary to, to, to common belief, 
they are not as expensive as you might think. Okay. Now, place certain assets in your spouse's name. If one spouse has a riskier occupation or lifestyle, it can be extremely strategic to place assets on other names. Now, be very cautious. Put them from the get-go. Don't commit fraud by transferring an asset under somebody else's name. If you have a loss, that's that's fraud. Uh, as far as I know, remember, I'm no attorney. Consult with your attorney. Also consult with an attorney in your state because some states, even though it's under your spouse's uh, name, they can go after it. Generally, the creditors of one spouse cannot reach the separate assets of the other. Therefore, asset protection in the context of marriage requires a strategy whereby valuable assets are held as the separate property of the spouse. So be careful because, okay, consult with an attorney, consult state attorney, consult with an asset protection attorney. Consider the homestead exemption. This is something very important that you must consider from the get-go as soon as you buy a property, okay? One of the most powerful exemptions available is the protection of, afforded to our individual personal residence, commonly referred to as homestead exemption. This is a statutory exemption available in most states that protect a certain amount of the value of a personal home from a creditor or bankruptcy. But you must, you must select it from the get-go, okay? This is something that you have to select. This is something that you have to seek. It's not automatic. Like everything else that we've spoken today, you must select, you must seek, you must look at, for advice. Please don't look for advice on Google. Please don't look at advice on templates. Please, please, please don't jeopardize or don't gamble your state, your assets, your own personal wealth. Do not, do not gamble it, please. Because it's like gambling with your health. You don't do that, do you? You don't do that, okay? So please don't, please don't. As you know, we are on all social media channels, okay? LinkedIn is one of our favorites. To make sure you get all the updates from us on LinkedIn, make sure you subscribe. So today's no exception. Jesus, take the wheel and play the video. All you need to do is type in LinkedIn, type Invictus Advisors in the search bar on the top of the page. Click the blue follow button right underneath our logo. That's simple. You'll get all our updates, all our notices, all our information. Okay. And FYI, Friday, we will have our first hot seat with a business owner from Mexico. Are you interested in getting help from the shark? That will be me. And we might be inviting Anna Georgia. Anna Georgia. Hi. She's she's so happy, right? And are you interested in getting help from the shark? Let us know. We are looking for more business owners and entrepreneurs to do our hot series. Hot seats are, uh, we put you, we'll put you on the spot. Not really, because we'll have a conversation prior to just 
get to know you. And then we're going to try to, uh, not try to, we are actually going to, on the air, right there and then, uh, help you solve issues in your problem. Remember, your issues are most likely other uh, business owners' issues. So we'll ask you questions. You'll ask us questions. I'll try. I'll solve them on the air live, and we'll help you uh, maximize your business to get more profits and uh, more revenue. So are you interested? Visit invictus-advisors.com slash hot seat to apply today. If you speak Spanish and only speak Spanish, go to invictus-advisors.com slash convocatoria. So it's been a short lunch with the shark. It's been great seeing you. Say goodbye, Ana Georgia. Say bye-bye. Bye-bye. Gracias. Say gracias. Bye-bye. Diles bye-bye. Thank you. Diles thank you. Avientan un besito a tu mamá y a tu papá. Okay. She's not very cooperative today, but okay. So today's quote comes from Steve Louder. He's the founder of Steve Louder Cosmetics. And he said, I never dream about success. I work for it. Very true. Very, very true. Don't just dream about success. Work for it. It's been great seeing you today. Have an amazing, amazing beginning of November. Have an amazing week. Have a great afternoon. See you tomorrow. Bon appetit. Ciao. Thank you for listening to Lunch with the Shark. If you would like to set up a consultation with the Shark CFO, Vidal Espinosa, visit his website www.invictus-advisors.com and don't forget to subscribe on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, and LinkedIn.